invite you to turn in your Bibles. Turn to Isaiah 53. When we read Isaiah 53, certainly the sufferings of Christ should come into view. For He was truly here in Isaiah giving us more than a preview. He was giving to us the person and the work of Christ. And this passage throughout Isaiah 53 is one of the most quoted of the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Paul, Peter, all quote from it. And again, were it not for the New Testament pointing to who this is that Isaiah is speaking about, there would be a great confusion. Who is this in Isaiah 53? Unless, if we, if we ended with the Old Testament, we would never know who that is. But because of the New Testament translating or interpreting the Old Testament for us, we know exactly who it is that's being pointed to. A man of sorrows. In verse 4, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. And yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon Him. And by His stripes, we are healed. And in verse 11, by His knowledge, my righteous servant shall justify the many. For He shall bear their iniquities. And the end of verse 12. And He bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Now, we see the list of things that He would do for us. He has borne our griefs. He has carried our sorrows. He was wounded, that is, pierced through for our transgressions. He was bruised, crushed for our iniquities. The chastisement of our our peace was upon Him and by His stripes we are healed. You notice through this, Isaiah is making clear that Christ died for a certain group of people and took on the, the sins of a certain group of people. Now we keep these things that Isaiah has said in mind, and we turn to 1 Peter chapter 2. Because Peter has these things in mind as we come to 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 24. And here we read, of Christ who Himself bore our sins, in our sin, in His own body on the tree, that we having died to sins might live for righteousness, 
by whose stripes we are healed. For you are like sheep going astray, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Peter has taken basically all the statements in Isaiah and he's put them and condensed them into one concise yet powerful sentence. That if we do not slow down and ponder, we will miss, we'll miss a, a good deal of truth and beauty. By the way, we are called by God to think. Apparently in the world today, we're, we're not called to think. Just react. But the Christian is called to think, to ponder. Note first as we, we look what is said here in verse 24. Who Himself bore our sins. Who Himself. Isaiah made it clear that the work of atonement for our sins would be done by one only, the Messiah. He has borne our griefs. He has carried our sorrows. He was wounded for our transgressions. One man who himself, by himself, secured salvation. The next part, who himself, he bore our sins. This is the condensing, if you will, of Isaiah's statements. The six statements of Isaiah all speak of the one thing, he bore our sins. And we get to the nature and purpose of Christ's sufferings. The purpose is this. It's to make atonement for sins. Atonement. Providing reconciliation between God and man. A payment and expiation, if you will, of sin. A taking of the penalty and punishment that was deserved by His people. So, as we read if we go to Romans chapter 3 and, and verse 24, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as a propitiation by His blood, through faith, to demonstrate His righteousness. Whom God displayed publicly as a propitiation in His blood uh, through faith. There are a couple of things that we see in those two verses. One, God's righteousness and His justice demanded a sacrifice. And then secondly, we see that His mercy, His mercy provided one. Christ, the propitiation for our sins. What a wonderful word propitiation is. It's probably a word that you don't use very often. But it should stand out as one of the most important words 
your ears have ever heard. Because Christ, the propitiation for our sins, this beautiful Word has contained inside of it satisfaction, appeasement, atonement, mercy, bringing reconciliation. All that is contained in that one Word. And that's why it has to be kept in our Bibles because there is no English equivalent. You can't go one word for one word in the translation of that. You'll lose so many of the dimensions of it. He Himself bore our sins. So what does that entail? Well, it entails all of the six things that Isaiah wrote of. And if you go back and you look, you take some time to do that hopefully this afternoon, afterward, Isaiah... In those six things, he wrote not only of sin, but also the effects of sin. And that's an important consideration. So you will find that he's talking about griefs and sorrows and transgressions and iniquities and chastisement and stripes, that is, beatings. All the things, not only sin, but the effects of sin. By His stripes we are healed. Even down to the, the, the sickness. And when it comes down to this, Christ bore our sins. Again, the purpose to make atonement for sins. How is it done? By His bearing of them in His own body. Christ bore our sins. All sorts of sins. Our original sin. Sins then that we actually committed. Every single thought. Every single act of sin. The sins of His people. But not only that, all that comes from or arises from sin. Griefs. Guilt. Sorrow. Defilement. So not only sin, but the byproducts. He bore them Himself, as Peter says in His own body, on the tree. Jesus who loved righteousness and hated iniquity. The One who knew no sin now becomes sin for us. that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ. Jesus, who never sinned, takes on the load of sin of His elect. Our sins were now reckoned as His. No wonder He prayed for the cup, the cup of God's wrath, to pass from Him that is, not to stay upon Him. And he, he did all this. He bore our sins in His own body. He who knew no sin, He who hated sin, now has all our sin on Him. And we now see why we have the elements C 
symbolizing the body and the blood of Christ in the Lord's Supper. The blood is spoken of the most and it is so very important. Yet we dare not neglect or discount the body. For it bore the weight. It took the stripes. It suffered the chastisement. Who in His own self bore our sins in His own body on the tree. We remember this today. That is what this is is all about. We remember this today, but do you truly and wholly embrace what it means? Because that will greatly affect what you will do next. 